Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage, and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired, like you have no time, and you're always putting yourself last? Hi, I am Jill Warball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply his word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood. I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. So today I am doing a podcast on a topic that someone posted on Instagram when I asked for new topics that my listeners wanted to listen to. And the topic was friendship. Since that topic was given to me by this woman, I have kind of been wrestling with it. And the reason that I am wrestling with it and the reason I kind of avoided doing it till tonight is because I myself have been struggling in the friendship area. So it felt as though I was not qualified. But as the Lord Lord would have it, Um, there was a glimmer of hope in my life last week, um, where I feel like tonight I'm able to share this about friendship. So I am actually going through something right now with a family member, um, and it's a medical issue and it's been really hard and, I kind of feel like I've been going at it alone because as some of you may know, I am not from Pennsylvania where I live now. I'm from Maryland. And so over the last six years in Pennsylvania, I haven't been able to develop the friendships that I once had as a single woman in Maryland. And as we know, if you're an adult listening to this, making friends as an adult is hard. And I think that's why this woman put this in the topic box. Her question was for the topic of finding Christian friendships. And the truth is, is that I struggle with this as an adult. I think mothers struggle with this. It's not just finding Christian relationships it's just finding friendships in general as an adult. It's hard. It's, it's hard because 
we already have so much on our plates that inviting someone to our home, we are like, okay, our house looks to, has to look nice. And so that feels hard, you know, or having a conversation with little children around. If you're in the stages of early motherhood with little ones, like having a conversation with your kids around, that's hard. And it just seems so, such a daunting task. And so I think Satan loves to use those excuses and those feelings to keep us isolated. And the reason that I'm bringing isolation up is because like I was saying with me going through something with a family member and feeling alone in my thoughts, in my fears of what could happen, I received a glimmer of hope. I've been in my home day in and day out with my children. I can't cry to my kids and tell them my fears. So I'm in my thoughts alone while my husband's at work. And I don't want to add that extra stress all the time every day to my husband. And men don't deal with things the same way women do. Um, But when I went outside for a walk with my three little ones on last Thursday, I started walking up the street. And while I do have some friends in the neighborhood, I would say those friendships aren't deep. And, and even the friendships that I have in my life group with church, they're good relationships. They're just not deep because I haven't given them the attention that they need to be deep because of the hardness of the season and letting that be my excuse. But I went outside with my kids on Thursday to take a walk, to get out of the house, to get out of my thoughts, to get some sunshine in the midst of the storm and just breathe and relax and look at nature. That was my, that was my whole reason for going outside was to just kind of feel like a little bit of an escape from everything that's been going on. And I didn't take more than six steps when my neighbor friend walked outside and told me she had some clothes for my daughter um, because her daughter's a couple years older and had grown out of the clothes. But anyway, and in that, she asked how I was. Well, as soon as I kind of gave her the information, she started to cry. And then I started to cry. And never in a million years would I ever think that someone would cry with me because I don't have those deep, long relationships that I have with all my friends that I grew up with here. And yet God provided a person who cried for me before I even did. I came across this devotion that said, One thing I know for sure, we were never created to go at it alone, ladies. If we attempt to face life's complexities alone, our heart and hope will shrivel. Shrivel, I'm sorry. God has created us for community, for belonging. Consider this suggestion. When you share your pain and others acknowledge their care for you, then hope begins to grow. A hope that is eternal and not based on day-to-day circumstances. A hope that aids a restless heart. The truth is, 
all of us will have restless hearts as long as we sojourn on this earth. It's part of the human story. So in this life, we are pilgrims, wanderers who cannot stay on earth permanently, even if we wanted to. And who would really want to? I ask, especially in my most exhausted moments. Take me away, Lord, I cry. Yes, our hearts will be restless until they rest eternally in God, until we see Jesus Christ as both the highway and the goal of our journey, and until we see with our own eyes our glorious destination of heaven. If you find yourself in the place of despair and emotional trauma, be encouraged. You are not alone, and God is not far off from you. In fact, stop and give thanks for the restlessness of your soul. Um, yes, I'm serious. Really, without such restlessness, we would not even seek God or find the hope that can carry us through the difficult times. And that's Julie Ann Barnhill from Exquisite Hope. But I share that story because of, of the part that says, Consider this suggestion. When you share your pain and others acknowledge their care for you, then hope begins to grow, a hope that is eternal and not based on day-to-day circumstances, a hope that aids a restless heart. When I had that moment outside with my neighbor, hope began to grow. I know for a fact that that was God's tears for me. The hug that she gave me. Was God through her. That's what we're here for. To show the glory of God to others. And whether or not she knew. How powerful her tears were. And how good her hug was. God did. God knew that I needed to see someone cry for me. It was the hope that I needed. That someone cares. That's right next door. Literally right next door to my house. I felt so alone. And I'm not. And it pointed me to Jesus. It was Jesus. He cares for us. We are not meant to go at it alone. We are meant to to totally rely on God. Totally. And through relying on God... While we're waiting for these friendships, while we're waiting for those longings to be filled and we're feeling lonely, that is a time that is so special with God when we lean on him to fill us up. Without that loneliness, we wouldn't be able to go to the Lord to fill it up because it would already be filled. We see in the Bible how important it is to have friendships. If you look at the 
a story of David and Jonathan. David had a great friendship with Jonathan. And Jonathan loved David so much. And Jonathan is King Saul's son. And King Saul knew that David was to take his place and become king. So King Saul wanted to kill David. But because of Jonathan's loyalty to David, the Lord blessed both David and Jonathan and it saved David's life. Jonathan, the son of King Saul, saved David's life from his from Jonathan's own father killing him. So the crazy thing is in 2 Samuel 9, 1, after Jonathan had died, David looked for anyone left in the house of Saul to whom he could show kindness to. It says in 2 Samuel 9, 1, is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? He wanted to bless someone for Jonathan's sake, for their friendship that they had. He found Jonathan's son and provided for Jonathan's son. And he said, I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. So he ate at David's table like one of the king's son. How beautiful is that? Friendship is beautiful. The Lord gave us friendship. He knew we would need each other to get through this life to the point that we can save each other's lives. Don't miss that in the story of Jonathan and David. It says in Ecclesiastes, it says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? These are God-breathed words. This is meant to remind us that we need each other. And so, addressing all of that, our need and the goodness and the hope that friendship provides, this is the part where we apply it. This is the part where we have to get out of the rut step out of our fears and take steps towards others. So I actually started to look up how, how, how do I do this? I'm in a hard season. How do I do this? And the best advice that I got was if it feels daunting, start where you are. Meaning Don't say, I need friends, okay? Don't say, I need to find friends. Start with the people that you already have in your life and go from there. It's so daunting to think, okay, I need to go out and look for a new friend. Sometimes we just keep thinking more friends and not giving into the relationships that we already have, 
So it, it gets even more daunting thinking, oh, I need to now meet another person. No, if there is someone you know, maybe you don't even consider it a friendship yet. You have to invest there. And when I say invest, it can be as, it can be something as simple as, you know, uh, giving them a, a, a compliment in a conversation. Start small. Next time you see them, ask about them, ask more about them, invest your time in them. And then when it gets to a point where you feel comfortable, honestly admit one of your vulnerabilities. And then maybe they'll reveal something to you as well. And then you can say, I'm going to pray for you and really commit to praying for that person. And then the next time you see them, you say, you you know, I, I wrote you a little note. I just thought that maybe you could use it and you can write an encouraging note. And then from then on, beautiful relationships grow. And then you make it a priority. Pick one person, one or two people. If it doesn't work with that one person, go to the next person. Pursue them just like Jesus pursued us. We cannot expect to have good friendships if we're not investing in them. So I am going to take a friendship challenge and I'm asking you to take a friendship challenge with me. The first step we take is the conversation. Have the conversation with her and honestly admit a vulnerability to her. And then maybe she'll share one with you and let her know that you're going to pray for her. The second step of the friendship challenge is make a gift. It doesn't have to be like a big gift. Maybe just showing something like you planted a little flower in a cheap pot and you give it to her and just say, I was really thinking about you. I've been praying for you. Here's a little flower that I planted. Just showing her that you made an investment of time to think of something like that, that would personally put a smile on her face. Then the third thing, you write her a note and tell her a couple things that you admire about her and, and just an encouragement to her. And then Go from there and see what happens. So one, conversation, be vulnerable, pray for her. Two, buy her or make her a gift just because. And three, write her a note with encouraging words or saying something that's, you know, that you admire about her that she could really use. Like you admire how she's such a great mother and, or you, you think it's amazing how she serves in the church or whatever it is. And I'm telling you, I think that when we start to invest in these relationships that we already have right in front of us, we will see them grow. And then we can go from one person to two people to three people to five really great friends right around us, right in our neighborhoods, right in our churches, right where we are. My other suggestion is if you don't even have that and you want Christian friendships, specifically Christian friendships, join a life group, join a women's Bible study, and then someone that you seem to connect to, then start to do the challenge of the conversation and, you know, the encouraging note and, or the little plant, like start small and vulnerable. Um, 
it doesn't have to be daunting like we make it in our minds. I truly believe that that is Satan. It is so important that we develop these friendships because the devil can wreak havoc in our lives if we don't have them. Our hope can be stripped away. A friend can bring that hope back to life in our lives, especially during those hard times. So I am vowing today to start right where I am with the people that I have in my life. When it's a cold winter night, I may just pick up the phone and say, hey, do you want to come over and sit by the fire in my backyard or sit in my house and have a cup of coffee and just chat? I just could use a chat. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I hope that you will too. Friendships can save our lives. Until then, cling to Jesus. Cling to Jesus. To him to fill up our our loneliness, your loneliness, my loneliness, and have just a sweet, sweet time with him in your loneliness. Feel his presence. Feel him giving you the strength to continue on and thank him that you are in a lonely season because in that season it allows you to draw closer to him lord i pray today for all the women listening for all of us who feel like we're lacking with the close friendships that we once had and that we're longing for in our longing we ask that as we're longing that we fill up on you and that when you fulfill our longing, that we thank you and we praise you and that we don't forget that it's all from you, Lord. We ask that you show us the friends that you want us to pursue, Lord. We ask that you show us how to pursue them, Lord, and we ask that they be relationships that truly give us the hope of you, We ask that these friendships be lifelong relationships full of trust and love, all grounded on who you are, Lord. We just love you so much, and we know that friendships are from you and that you show us your love through others, and we thank you for that. Amen. you so much for listening to the faithful mama podcast a place where we fill up on jesus so we can pour into others if you enjoyed today's episode don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section and if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart please share it with her and as always stay faithful Hey friend, have you heard? I created a free mini course just for you. It's called the Divine Destiny Mini Course. This course will take you from unmotivated, messy motherhood to understanding your divine destiny that was placed on your life from God. I know what it feels like to be completely stuck. I was so lost and lacked direction and without direction, there's just no motivation. But 
This will take you from feeling like you are going in circles to growing with God. It will take you from feeling lost and unseen to motivated and clear on where God wants you to go. I promise this will empower each role of your life and inspire you to be the best version of yourself. After this course, you will be excited for your future and all that is to come. So what do you say? Let me and Jesus hold your hand and walk you into all he has for you. You can find the mini course in the show notes or on my website at jillwarball.com. I can't wait for you to be inspired.